acorns are jumping off my Chinese house. Two ducks in my spyglass, for as a mouse is Welcome to Yarns at Yin Hu, a podcast about the fiber arts and other post-apocalyptic skills. Episode 225, Knit With Me, Sunday, June 2nd, 2019. I'm your host, Sarah. You can find me on social media as Sarah Pomegranate. The Yarns at Yin Hu podcast is available on iTunes, and each time I record an episode, I post show notes, photographs, and links to things I talk about on my website, yarnsatyinhu.com. I support this podcast, the uh, technology and the space required to record through sales of my knitting designs. You can find them on Ravelry, and your purchase of a pattern helps to support all of the efforts of this show. Today's episode includes the following segments the back porch, the front porch, and so forth. Yarns at Yin Hu listeners are invited to join one or both knit-alongs that are happening right now. The first is the Marie Wallen Cal or Wallen Along that I'm co-hosting with three other podcasters, Karine of the Woolly Thistle, Sarah of Fiber Trek Podcast, and Emily of Fiber Town. We are all knitting Marie Wallen designs. There is a wide array to choose from, either in books or some available for individual purchase on Ravelry. It's a nice long knit along as Marie Wallen's designs are known to be quite intricate, but there are things difficult as sweaters with steaking and as simple as a cowl that's knit in the round and a great way to try your hand at color work. The Woolly Thistle also has kits available for, I think, four or five different projects. So if you don't want to go through the hassle of choosing yarn colors and you just want everything to come right to you, that could be a good option. In my last episode, 224, I talked a little bit about swapping out colors if you see a beautiful fair isle design but you want to use yarn that's either in your stash or you want to satisfy a certain price point with your purchases i gave some ideas for how i switch out colors in those types of patterns and granted i don't have a ton of experience but i did that with lovage i'm so pleased with the way it came out Um, And then again, I have selected yarns from Jameson and Smith for my Yell cardigan, and I'm even more pleased with how the colors are working in that design. The second knit along is one that just started yesterday. It's the Yogi Socks Cal, hashtag Yogi Socks K-A-L, 
And what I'll be doing for the month of June is first I will be doing yoga every day. I have reached a point in my rehabilitation and strength building that I really want to see some results over a shorter term and I'm strong enough to commit to something like doing yoga every day. So every day in June, I'll be doing yoga. I take a class once a week and I have been trying to complete some of the poses and do some of the work once or twice over the course of the week following, but now I'm going to be working on it every day. I think about 30 minutes, um, but I'm probably not going to set a timer or anything. There may be some days where it's just 15 minutes of practice, but I'm committed to doing it every day. And while I'm doing yoga every day, I thought I would knit another pair of yoga socks and share the pattern with yarns at Yunhu listeners and Instagram followers. So I have already provided the first several steps for beginning these socks. Yoga socks have no toes and no heels. So they are ideal for leftover scraps of sock yarn. And they knit up quite quickly because most of the difficult maneuvering on a pair of socks happens in the heel area. And... You just gloss over it with a pair of yoga socks. They also make a great gift knit because you don't have to worry quite so much about the fit of a yoga sock. I have begun a project on my Ravelry page and in it I will keep incrementally adding photographs to help with the explanations and written directions for knitting your socks. You need about 45 grams of sock weight yarn and your preferred needles for knitting socks. I always knit my socks on US zeros because that's the way I can get an appropriate sock gauge, but I usually indicate US one in my pattern because I know that that is what works for the majority of knitters and US zero tends to make people nervous when they see that in a pattern. I am writing this up for a 56, 64, or 72 stitch count sock and if you're an experienced sock knitter you can even do something in between size or you know kind of take the idea off on your own. These Socks, I think, are something I have not seen in patterns on Ravelry because I am committed to fit with my socks, as you know, if you've knit any of my other more traditional kinds of sock patterns. And these have quite a bit of ribbing at the bottom of the foot to help them stay on. And I also give you some tips for deciding how to make them fit based on the length of your foot. I've also decided during the month of June that I want, I'm putting something out into the world and I really want to gather as much positive energy as I can and do some good work in the way of a charitable contribution. 
So based on a suggestion from Sarah of the Fiber Trek podcast, I've been pursuing some hashtags that have to do with people of color and their farming and agricultural efforts. And through that have discovered Soul Fire Farm and upon Sarah's suggestion looked even more deeply into that as a potential for a charitable contribution. Soulfire Farm is committed to ending racism and injustice in the food system. They have a number of programs from kind of awareness building to very deep and intensive teachings for people how to farm and how to participate in an agricultural community. Their website is extremely transparent in terms of the work they're doing, where their money goes, how they've grown, their reach in terms of reaching individuals has almost doubled between 2017 and 2018. It has nearly doubled in terms of their impact. So I think they're really gaining momentum and doing a lot of great work. They're based in more than 25 states in the United States and the predominant profile of the person they reach is a woman of color who is in a low-income household. So they're really targeting folks who need the most in terms of um, justice and equality and know-how. And they're really working on community building. So what I've decided is that for every time the hashtag Yogi Socks Cal is used during the month of June, I will contribute $1 to Soul Fire Farms mission. So I hope that you will knit along with me and I hope you will post the hell out of that hashtag. Use it whenever you're working on your socks. Use it and um, tag your friends. Tell people you know about the pattern and just really keep posting with that hashtag. I will go up to a $300 contribution for the month of June and I would really like you to help get me to the point where I am making that contribution. Of course, if you're enjoying the sock pattern and you like it a lot, I invite you to make a contribution as well, either to Soulfire Farm or since this is U.S.-based, perhaps you would like to make a contribution to something that is more regional to you and where you live in the globe. And that's fine too. Um, The Ravelry thread will be a great place for us to show progress on our socks as well as some links to causes and organizations in your area where you are contributing some of your dollars. So knit with me for the month of June and if you're doing yoga, um, I'm glad to be in good company with you. The Back Porch. Since I recorded an episode last week, I have completed a small knitting project, Zara. It's a mosaic and I-cord knit necklace by Amba O'Brien. 
It has a really graphic detail in two colors and then an I-cord that goes all the way around the neck and a tassel hanging from the motif. This is another great pattern to use your leftover fingering weight yarn. I had to go way down in needle size to create a pendant that wasn't massive. I believe the pattern calls for US two needles. I use my US zero and would even consider using a double zero, but I don't have them. I used um, kind of a lavender color yarn and some black sock yarn, which makes a really striking motif. I've made this necklace before. The pattern was a gift from Emily of the Fiber Town podcast near the holidays. I made one up and then ended up tucking that one into my sister's Christmas gift and then kind of kept the yarn knocking around in my yarn caddy because I knew I wanted to make another one. And over the Memorial Day break, I just thought that would be a nice project to pick up and knit. You do the motif first in mosaic knitting, and then really it's just a lot of I-cord knitting. So it's easy to pick up during conversation or if you just want to take a break. And over the course of the weekend, I got that done. On the front porch is a project I talked about in my previous episode, which is a t-shirt knit in 100% linen. I purchased 1,200 yards of fingering weight linen from the Yarn Dynamic, whose booth I visited at the Allentown Fiber Festival this spring. And I thought initially that I would knit Summer by Ankastrick because I've just completed that design and I really like it. I like the way it knit up in my Green Mountain Spinnery Cotton Comfort and I thought it would be ideal for this linen t-shirt. And then I saw that Isabel Kramer has released a new design. It's not a t-shirt, but I think that it could be easily adjusted to a t-shirt. It's called Niev, and it has a really attractive V neckline, as well as the contiguous sleeve shaping method that she's known for. It's also knit on slightly smaller needles, which I'm thinking I need to use for this linen. I kept looking at it and thinking about the linen, and then yesterday I decided that I would soak and thwack my skeins. So I took a few minutes to tie a little bit more around each skein so that they wouldn't become tangled during this process. I like to have lots of ties around my yarn, especially if I'm going to abuse it by thwacking it. So I tied it, I soaked it in screaming hot water with some soak solution, and then I squeezed the water out and stood over my concrete steps and just with each skein I just was whacking it against the steps a few times and then shifting its position in my hand and thwacking it again 
and working all the way around the skein a couple of times. And then I left the skeins in the sun to dry. They're still linen-like. I mean, they're still stringy and a little bit harsh, but that process has definitely softened them up some. I was even considering doing it again, going through that process again. I'm not sure. I'm also not sure about winding this yarn. It doesn't seem like it would be a good idea to wind it into a cake on my ball winder. Like it doesn't have any memory. So I don't know if it would stay in a ball and it could become a really big mess. I was thinking about just putting it on my Swift and winding a ball by hand. And maybe that would keep the linen a little bit more manageable. So if you have any ideas about that, I would love to hear them, especially if you have an experience on which you're basing this suggestion. And right now I am still undecided. Uh, summer is tried and true. I know the design, but I know that Isabel Kramer has an amazing reputation as a designer. And this Neve looks really beautiful and I think might work better for the weight of yarn I have because the linen is quite fine. So it's on the front porch, but it's really, you know, it really brought a few bottles and a snack and is like hanging out on my front porch, uh, not ready to come in yet because I just haven't made all the decisions I need to about this summer linen t-shirt. Uh, but in the meantime, I have picked up Yell and I am motoring away on more of that two-color motif. So until I decide what I'm going to do, I am knitting contentedly on my color work cardigan and also my Yogi socks. And so forth. I have completed a hack of two skirt designs, actually a skirt and a dress design, and I'm very pleased with how the resulting garment came out. On Thursday, I wore all three pieces together, the Zara necklace, the summer knitted t-shirt, and this skirt in a beautiful lavender-colored linen. I hacked together the A-line skirt design of Cal Patch and the pockets that she showed us how to do in a class I took at Hope's Favorite Things. And then I was just so intrigued by the mitered corners and the side slit in Allie Olson's Highlands wrap dress that I used both of those patterns to create a new pattern and sewed up the dress over a period of a couple of days. It has an invisible zip on the side and I just really like the way this came together. It's beautiful, it's wearable. I like the coverage that it has with the long length but it's very easy to walk because of the side slits. And I feel like in another iteration of this mashup or pattern hack, I would like to put 
the slit in the front and the back. I actually have a ready-to-wear skirt that fits this description. It's quite long, but it has a front and back slit that come up just around the knee area and make it much easier to walk. And that skirt is in linen, so I think that's an idea that will work. Either in maybe a lightweight denim could be good for that or a different color of linen fabric would be very beautiful. So right now I don't have any immediate sewing plans um, for garments. I am going to visit my sister in Vermont over the coming weekend and I think we may be starting a small quilt which is astounding to me because quilting is something I thought I really would never do, but I'm becoming more and more drawn to it. The number one reason is sustainability and all of these fabric scraps. I feel like I'm pretty good at eking out a garment that I want to make on the smallest possible amount of fabric, but still... I have some left over and I think it would be really fun to put some sort of very simple quilting design together with some scraps from things that I've made garments out of. So I think Jesse may help oversee that process and then of course there'll be lots of gardening time and playing with the dog's time over the course of that weekend. So I don't have any garment sewing in mind, but hope to get quite a bit of knitting done over the next couple of weeks. Wherever your knitting takes you, I hope you have a very, very, very nitty week and I'll see you next time. Bye.